Hello and welcome to Awakened Entrepreneur Revolution. In this podcast, you will discover how to co-create success in your business by aligning mind, body, and soul. Each week, you will hear unconventional ways to build your business multidimensionally by mixing the woo and the do. Their traditional approach hasn't resonated with you because it is not meant for you. You have simply evolved past it. The energy is shifting. The old tools are not working anymore. So let's ride the wave into the new world together. With your host, Judith Junke, Ascension Coach and Business Mentor, and Jenna Nixa, the Authentic Sales Coach and Multidimensional Business Mentor. Let's apply what you already know to be true intuitively and then massively up-level your business to live your purpose on purpose. Hello and welcome to the Awakened Entrepreneur Revolution podcast with Jenna Nixa, the Authentic Sales Coach, and me, Judith Dunke, I'm an Ascension Coach and a Cosmic Business Mentor. Have you ever asked yourself, being an entrepreneur, where the hell do I find my audience? How can I connect to my people? Where do I find my tribe? Either the ones where you feel like, oh, this is really a potential client for me that is just perfect matching or just growing the connections that you have. Where can I find collaborations? How can I approach people? Where do I even find people who potentially have an audience that is somebody who's also connecting to me, right? This is what we'll be sharing about today. John and I both have very many years of experience and we've gone through different faces in our life as an entrepreneur and also before even maybe, but particularly in the last years where we've been also on our own coaching business journey and growing and definitely some stories to share and some learnings to share here. So I'll hand that over to Jenna with that because she's already smiling. (laughs) Thank you, Judith. Well, so we're going to talk about something and you know, when it comes to building your audience, the absolute fastest way that I have found, and Judith may find, you know, a different take on this, but for me, yes, you're creating your content, you're finding your message, you're really dialing all of that in and that, that, that goes right. But it does take time to develop, right? So why not, while you're doing that and being that mad little scientist that we talked about and testing and starting to really um, find what works, Um, start connecting with like-minded people that already serve the audience that you want to serve. And so there's really no better way to do that than through networking. And what's super cool to bring it like into the 5D space is there's a lot of other entrepreneurs that think a lot like we do when it comes to like being in that synergy, being in that like um, not even just the attraction place, but the collaboration place versus the competition place, right? There's a lot of that that I find in carefully selected networking opportunities because when you can be in a room full of like-minded people in that way that serve a lot of the same clients that you do, but maybe they just serve them a little bit differently. I mean, what a great way to come together and say, hey, you kind of do like the front end of this thing, right? Like you're serving them and helping them in this way. What if I came in and did, you know, some of these other things and filled in some of those gaps for you? So I'm a huge, huge fan, always have been, of a win-win-win. And when you can meet somebody that's like-minded, win. When they're sharing the same audience as you and serving in different ways, 
when, and then you come together and give the actual clients an even better experience. Win, 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 win. And so what we want to talk about, though, with networking, as I alluded to, is I said carefully selected networking groups, right? Because your time is valuable. And we're doing all these different things. You know, we're already still, like I was saying, we're, we're building we're building out our content. We're getting, refining our messaging. We're creating, um, you know, that space for us online. And that takes time. And, and so, frankly, does networking. And so it's quality, as always, over quantity. And so I know Judith has some stuff to share there. So I'll turn it back over to you to give some of your experience on that. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I love how you opened this up a little bit. Um, and we can make it even broader, you know, the, the thought or the question that probably you guys listening also that you ask yourself is in these many, many multiple, multiple opportunities that we have in the online space, but also in the offline space, right? Let's not forget that we still have an offline space where we can connect. So both are available, but then really asking yourself the question, what is my way to connect? The, the next to the question is, okay, where do I actually find those that are really aligned to collaborate, to connect with? And I love the aspect that Jana just said with the win-win-win, because that's what it's all about, right? How can we add value so that the experience of those who then interact with what we're delivering is just brilliant, right? That's what we want. That is the serving part and the aspect of that. Yes, it will lead at some point then into selling and the marketing and all of that. But that is just is part of the smooth journey when we move in an aligned way. And the question now is to I want to open your minds a little bit, the perspectives a little bit broader too, because maybe you, well, Jenna said the word networking, right? And I'm not sure, just tap into yourself. What is your association to networking? Do you have an attachment about this? Did some little part of your body with that word go like, Ew cringing somewhere right maybe maybe not maybe maybe not so let's open this up a little bit and allow the question of okay how can I understand and look at this concept of networking and finding other people to connect and collaborate with in a bit broader sense because just as an example I want to also bring in for me one way that works is not even going to an event in the sense of a networking event what I have found very working well for me is actually I'm going podcast guesting that is a different way of approaching this whole idea of networking and I'm just at the beginning wanted to bring this in for you just to open the perspective on how this can look like so you don't miss out on opportunities that might feel really aligned to you because maybe you are a person that loves going into offline events and meeting actual people or being in a zoom room with 20 30 40 and there's different ways you know how these events can be run you're put into breakout sessions or whatever it is like a speed dating kind of thing and you get to connect and this is also amazing but maybe this is something that doesn't work for you or only works for you once a quarter you know and just be mindful and open the perspectives to the multiple other ways that there are and you get to find the one that feels most aligned to you but also being mindful of where is your audience where is your tribe right and for that if you still question have questions about that please go back to one of the other episodes from our podcast because we talked a lot about also marketing and finding your niche and finding your clients you would want to have, want to have clarity on these things because that makes it so much easier to exactly decide what is my way but also where 
am I putting my energy, right? And this is when Jenna said carefully selected. And before I hand it back over to you, there's one thing that where I took a really big learning to build my coaching business back then, the very first steps. I was also, I was in, in a fashion. I was developing my own shirts for women and I was an e-com basically. And I stepped out of corporate, figured me back then thinking, oh my goodness, I don't have a network in either of these new industries. So I thought, okay, what is the best thing to do to make connections? 2018, right? Like, oh my goodness, as I was operating everything here locally in Germany, I'm like, I'm just going to go to all of these amazing startup events, all of these amazing female um, networks um, in these, I don't know. I went, honestly, in the first year after I quit, I went to 180 offline events, 180 in a year. And that is so insane. So obviously, as you might guess, that was not super valuable overall. Did I make some great connections? Yes. But also, did I waste a lot of time and a lot of energy? And did I have a lot of conversations that, you know, me being a way bigger people pleaser back then, I was just too kind, thinking, hey, I'm the new kid in town. I need to be listening. Probably they are all right. I don't know better. They know better than me. So I found myself in a lot of these spaces, just being the person that was listening, the person that was like, oh, when they say they are the experts, well, they must be right. So I should be probably following that in that path. Today, I know better. And I have put filters on how I make these decisions. And I'll share more about that later in this episode. But that was a key learning for me to understand, um, to be clear up front. And that definitely in these approaches, quality, a quantity is not the main KPI, like not at all, right? And before, because the other part of me gets excited easily and it's one of my strengths, right? I get excited super easily about something, but if I don't filter, then obviously I overwhelm. And obviously then my calendar fills and it feels like, oh my goodness, I don't have time. And also there's a potential, if you find yourself as well, getting excited very easily, it's a potential that it's a, I'd say, false protection mechanism for you it's you know you tend to find excuses not doing the things that you really should be doing to move you, the needle in your business because you're so busy you're keeping yourself busy walking to all of these in my case events right so that is self-sabotage in the best light and this is the other thing that I wanted to shed light on on how can you make decisions on that and what to be mindful and aware of so don't really go for quantity, really go for quality is the core message. One. So Jenna, how do you feel about that? <laughs> that cough wasn't for you. It just happened. <laughs> um, so, okay. So many things there. I think really a couple, couple of the things that I'm wanting to highlight about networking, first and foremost, as a sales coach, um, especially if you're newer, I'm going to say, think of networking in, in two different ways. One, and I do this in my group, actually, in my Facebook group. One is you do want to know how to say and communicate very clearly who you are, who you help, and do it concisely with confidence. And I find no better way to do that than come to these places, especially like with my Facebook group, that type of networking where you can actually practice first and really get the marbles out of your mouth, as we say. And so that you can have the confidence to speak into what you do, 
in real time with people to see whether or not it's even like resonating with them, right? Because I, as a sales coach, when I'm going to these places, you know, forget even the meeting people, I'm doing market research too, right? I'm testing different messages and watching, you know, 20 people on my screen, 40 people on my screen go, or, you know, zone out. And so, you know, thinking of it that way is also really valuable, especially if you meet some of these safer tight networking groups or, you know, BNI, these places where you can get to know your message. You know, like I said, it's the three C's clearly, concisely and confidently. And that's going to give that's going to help you go far. Now, for anybody that's resisting it, I understand I am an I'm not I'm an introvert extrovert, but I work with a lot of introverts. But here's the truth. Eventually, whether you do it through networking or how, however, you're going to connect with your ideal clients, but you do have to learn how to talk to people. And you want to know that skill as an introvert, as an empath, you know, whatever you identify with, it's really important that we, you know, in some cases have to do either the inner work and the outer work, which just means just do it in order to silence or at least calm some of the nerves and some of the fears so that when you are on your sales calls or in the DMs or doing a Facebook Live or whatever it may be, some of these these things are starting to kind of work themselves out. And so, yes, we have to look at it, you know, as the woo end to do. At least that's why I, I present it in that way, because some of it's just doing it and exercising that muscle, right? And then some of it is sitting with like what Judith alluded to, which was, you know, how does it make you feel when we say networking? Like, what is that in there that needs to be, you know, let go of or surrendered to or seen so that you can show up? Because the more you show up, whether it's networking or otherwise, putting yourself out there and being visible, the more inner stuff you untangle and let go of, the easier it will be. And also the more you do it, the easier it will be. And so we can't hide, I think is my point, as much as, you know, maybe some of the super young generations, like we can do it all in the content. You never have to have a conversation. Well, eventually, if you're a coach, you do, even if it's with your client. And so we can't hide behind our content forever. We have to find different ways and modalities to put ourselves out there. Okay, so that's my little sales coach, like soapbox for a second, because it really is important, even if you're at a freaking dinner party. And somebody says, what do you do? What are you up to? That you're able to do that. And you have that ability because you never know any conversation could lead to clients. And more, and more often than not, when this is practiced and done correctly, it does. Maybe not with the person at the party, but maybe they know somebody. And so the better you get that. As yeah. you say that, there's one thing I want to add on here because, you know, you guys, wherever you are from that are listening to this, um, I'm very much aware that not every culture supports this way in the same way than, for example, the U.S. culture does in a very positive way. And me being German, but having lived in the U.S. for a year, even though it's a while ago, one thing I found super fascinating and taught me so much in a positive way was exactly what you just described, being from the U.S., because what I figured, what you guys are all amazing at generalizing obviously but you know what what I found overall is exactly that you know everyone I met 
at these dinner parties, at events, at gatherings, even at the playground, you know, taking care mm -hmm. of the kids I was, as I was a nanny back then. Everyone was able to say, hi, I am, uh, this is what I do. Just with kind of more or less confidence, but kind of a clarity, right? And it was something that seemed to me very natural compared to like our culture here, for example, does not really support this. You're really more into this thing of, oh, you know, don't, don't put yourself into the forefront. Don't talk too much about yourself. You know, you should rather be asking questions about the other person. Please don't say how good you are at something. This is not really supported here. And I know that having lived in other countries as well, that is different all across the world, right? So the thing is, no matter what your background with regards to these things is, when you're in business, that is the major thing you have to learn. You have to learn to say these two or three sentences of who you are, what you do. And in the realms of what we're talking about here right now is even more important than also to add who you're looking for, right? Who's your target audience? You don't have to say, hey, my target audience is... But, you know, you have to be describing that for, so other people can under identify if there is potential for this beautiful collaboration or if they see amazing, she is delivering exactly what I'm not, but it fits perfectly, right? So by being able to voice that, and I agree with Jana, you have to be able to voice that with a little bit of confidence, right? So the people on the other side, they will understand that you really know what you're talking about then you'll eventually get more invitations or the conversation can open up into these possibilities and the opportunities. And, hey, I'm actually doing this and this. How would you feel about joining that? Or the other person might even open up and say, hey, I'm actually looking to bring this and this part of my work into would that fit somewhere in your world? And Jenna just talked about Facebook groups, right? I'm just, I revamped it end of 2023, mine. And I know you have some networking elements in yours. I'm not sure exactly what you do, but this is what I have newly introduced as well because I figured a huge common thing in my audience was also that people struggled with exactly this, saying, I'm doing this for that and that person. And also in combination when they were developing their products, their offers, you know, and then the marketing taglines, the benefits when you talk about your offer when again you don't want to be hiding behind your written copy all of the time you want to eventually go live and talk about it or when you're in a room and somebody asks you oh what is the next thing you got coming up you want to be able to say hey i've got this new amazing thing launching and by the way it's amazing because one two three and that is the same thing right it just depends and that is what we need to practice wildly and that that is what i'm I've introduced in my Facebook group now as well, because that was where there was most resonance when I asked people like, okay, what would be really supportive for you and helpful? So that's what I implemented. And that's exactly what your point was, I guess, right? Well, yeah, you know, the biggest feedback I get there is you know, probably when I suggested to our audience, like you need to have that locked and loaded, you know, you really do, especially if you're going into these more professional networking environments, right? So what I saw, and I would encourage each and every one of you to do this in one way or another in your own business, is there was a need that needed to be filled. And that was a safe place to practice and get feedback from somebody like me who understands messaging and, and positioning and how to speak to your ideal client. 
And so, you know, the biggest feedback we get there is that it's safe and they get to test it out on other people. Is the whole audience their ideal client? No, but they can at least say, I totally get what you do. It makes sense to me. I know somebody, you know, whatever it may be, but it starts to get that ball rolling so that when it's kind of like going on smaller podcasts, right? Like you're figuring it out. You're just finding your story and, and, and really digging into that whole thing, but it's preparing you for the bigger things. And so, um, you know, you had mentioned podcasts before. And so I wanted to just open it up a little bit about what networking really means and where I think people think it, what it's really about and what it actually is about. If that makes sense. What the common, let me sum it up this way, the common misconceptions. And so, you know, I think a lot of people come to networking and they're like, where are my clients? I need to find my clients. I'm going to find my clients. Right. And that may be, that may be so, but I would encourage you to have a more um, expansive uh, type of intention when you come into these environments. You know, we mentioned finding collaborations, right. Finding affiliate partners, which is essentially people who will promote you and what you offer for a percentage, right? What a great thing to do. You could find somebody like Judith and I, you know, like, do you want to do a podcast together or do we want to move, do a program together? Um, and then inevitably, that is where I found, I would say 90% of my podcast opportunities have come from networking. And so, you know, people are always looking for people to be on their podcast. Now don't, you know, if you don't do anything with dogs, don't go on a dog podcast, right? Like make it make sense. But I'm just saying when you're in these spaces, it's not so much about finding clients as it is about how to expand your reach and your audience using other people's audiences. And so I'm looking at it through that lens. But again, even if they aren't your ideal client, if you aren't able to really clearly communicate what you do, who you help, and maybe how you do it a little bit differently, start to build that credibility and that authority, um, you know, people aren't going to want to share you with their audiences. Even us expansive 5D people, we're protective of our audience. Like we want to serve them at the highest level. And so it's up to you to put that into your um, positioning so that people go, oh, I need to talk to her. She sounds amazing. And so, you know, just wanting to give you that different perspective. It's not really different. I think it's just more of a common misconception so that you can start to see how you can use this in a much bigger way. Um, and then one, I know Judith wanted to talk about some um, things that we learned the hard way. So I wanted to mention a few here, um, either mistakes I've seen made or things I've done. One is um, make sure in every networking event that you have your links, your what you do, who you help, your result statement, how to contact you, email, website, because what you're going to be doing, because most of my networking, unlike Judith, I did it, I do it all online. And so you're going to be dropping those things in the chat. And so I don't want you to get to one of these things and they'd be like, drop your information. You're like, oh, you're scrambling, like trying to get it all together. Like have it saved in a note section on your computer where you just cut and paste and it's all there. And then that way people can get in contact with you. However, <laughs> here's my big learning from my first networking event. It was amazing. It was hundreds of people. We were in and out of rooms for three different days. Um, a lot of light workers. It was definitely in that realm. And, but it was my first event and I had my calendar link there. 
Now, here's the kicker. You want to be selective with who you connect with. You know, to, I'm sure Judith can expand on this from her experience too. But I had people booking up my calendar, you guys, for days. Like I was like, how about, first off, get intentional about blocking your calendar. I didn't do that. And I was full. And it was essentially of people trying to pitch me. And so we want to make sure. So whenever I network now, I say email me or DM me and let's have a conversation and kind of see where this can go. And then we can, and then if it feels right, we'll hop on a call. So being a little bit more strategic about that, because it is quality, like everything else we say here, quality conversations, not quantity. So um, beware of that. But I think that those are my biggest points I wanted to make around my learnings. What about you, Judith? I love what you shared. It's the, what I said at the beginning, putting up filters for yourself, right? To understand when does it make sense for me strategically and energetically to get involved into something. And I must say, I have been quite radical for myself. I, I cut really, I cut 90% out of all events including online. I don't really go to a lot of networking like rooms like you just shared. Eventually here and there I do. And if I go, then I'm exactly very intentional. Just like you said, I have all of my details together up front. I know exactly why I'm entering. I know if I'm asked, you know, if I get the opportunity to speak for a minute, I know exactly, okay, this is what I want to say. This is what I want to bring in here. Then I'm very clear. But I don't do that a lot. And there's a reason because I figured for me, it drains me. These events really drain me. And I must say, even entering them with intention, I have not really gotten out a good result, if you want, right? With regards to the time and energy I'm investing in them, even if I'm filtering up front. I must say the amount of great connections and opportunities I got out of these type of formats for me is rather on the priority that event like category. Eventually I had one or two great connections, but usually, I don't know, maybe I haven't found the right rooms yet, but what worked well for me is it's a similar idea. It's just a different way of room or connecting. For some reason, for me, the whole DM game works better. And it doesn't matter if it was podcast invitations like DMs or Facebook groups, I can say, or even a while I was on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is quite, if your audience matches with LinkedIn audience, LinkedIn is a great place to, through DMs and quick connections, get people and like get them, have you okay to be on their podcast. You know, I just did send out DMs and what happens on Facebook a lot in groups or through the DMs, I even I don't have to even go and search. I get the messages where people come and say, hey, I saw you here and there, or I listened to your reel. I saw your content because I do content a lot, including me speaking. My content has a high share of video. That means I'm already quite present and I know my specialty, if you want, or I'm impacting a lot when people can hear me speak, actually. They get the experience of me speaking is my halfway selling. And I know that about me. That might be different for everyone, but if you are clear on how your energy serves and how you're impacting in the way that you show up, this can allow you to cut yourself out 
in a positive way from events if you feel this is not where it's really pulling you and you don't have to stay stuck in the, oh, but I should be going to five networking events a month or three. No, you shouldn't. If it's not serving, you shouldn't. And I've had the best conversations. I just today I got a DM from a new connection on Facebook. And the first thing she sends me is like, oh, I had a look at your profile. I'm revamping my Facebook group of X people. I want to just revive it. And I'm looking for people who come on in speaking for 15 minutes. You can present what you want, but drop something valuable. Can you give me ideas on what you might be sharing? Amazing. So I just dropped her a few ideas. And it's the same thing. Clarity. I'm like, okay, give me feedback again on who particularly or the people in your group so I can understand if it's a match. But then it's like a two-way conversation. It's like going back and forth once or twice and boom, it's there. Scheduled in January, right? Now we're, it's December. It's quick and easy. And this way I've gotten to, I'd say, 80% of all of my podcast guesting interviews. Um, I even last year I was, I got the opportunity. It was the same way. Somebody had connected to me on Instagram and she had like a huge audience. It's like 40, 50K people active, really engaged. And I got to do a guest expert session in her app for her community in her app, which was a few thousand people back then already as well. And that was amazing. I got so many new followers out of that. And it was just because I'm being very present in the way that I know that I can make a lot of impact. And a lot of times that is enough for other people when they find me to understand, oh, she's got something that I want to bring in for my audience at the moment. So they reach out to me. Or when I'm in groups and I reach out, this is very easy for me as well. I'm in one or two other groups where people particularly search for podcast guests or guest experts in their programs, groups, whatever it is. And I make sure I show up there eventually, not every day, but just enough times that people remember me or get a nudge again, oh, she's still there. And then they can come to me. Or I'm just putting out, hey, this and this is what I'm offering at the moment as session for, you know, like a masterclass or whatever it is. And then they get the opportunity to connect. So I don't have to chase anyone. I don't have to be in a room full of people for an hour that, you know, that drain my energy potentially. And, and that's just another way it can work also for you. But that again comes back to understanding and clarity what works for you and what is also giving you energy. And for me, I'd rather with that have 10 more DM conversations and not all of them will turn to the result, but I can do them whenever I want when they come in rather than being in a room for an hour or two where I see after usually when I'm in these rooms, it takes me five minutes to understand if the room is on my vibration and if I get connection. And I've really, I tried another format about two months ago because I thought, well, I felt the nudge to just go into another room again, you know, to try this out, just see what happens. And I knew it was a one and a half hour call and the way they organized, they were lovely people. But it took me 30 seconds to understand this is not my room. Even though the topics advertised beforehand, I had a match, right? With topics, with audience, it was going in the right direction. Still 30 seconds in the room, in the Zoom meeting. I'm like, okay, this is now going to be 19 minutes wasted time for me, right? And this is what I mean. Go and keep trying. You know, it makes sense to again and again move into new rooms. 
because maybe you just haven't found the room. Maybe I just haven't found that room with that format. But likewise, don't force yourself into the shooting if there's more opportunities, you know, when it's more with your, aligned with your energy to go through the DMs or to just pop up in a group somewhere so people can see you and come to you if that is more on the attraction end, right? But no matter where you go, and that is, I feel, is the core message of this episode from both of us, you need the clarity who you are, who you're serving, what you're looking for. I still have that clear all of the time, no matter where I'm moving. And before I hand it up to over to Jenna again, there's one other thing I want to stress here, because even if you're not new in this game, even if your business is already at a certain level and you're on this growing and scaling thing, and maybe you already have a bit of an audience and a community, right? And you might also be somebody to look and connect to others to come into your spaces to do guest experting for your community, right? Then likewise have the clarity and the transparency when you start interacting with people where you are at and what you're looking at and looking for. Because I had about like eight months ago, I guess it was, I had an interesting experience with somebody in the DMs light worker, amazing woman, great business. I checked her posts for a little while, her content, her audience, all amazing, a lot of alignment. Then we started in the DMs with a conversation, just casually. We both knew we weren't selling to each other. There was no attention about that, just real connection. And it was beautiful. Then at some point she was like, oh, why don't we go on just a coffee chat? Because I do have some opportunities. I'm looking for collaboration one way or the other. Let's chat. So I'm like, okay, sweet, let's do that. 15 minutes, all good. Turned out then within these 15 minutes, we were about to set something up, like go live together or be in her Facebook group, be in mine. And I had been transparent about my audience, just like you know she had been. But then it turned out, um, I don't know, maybe she didn't see or she didn't listen or I don't know why but when she saw like she had a significantly bigger audience than I had when she saw where I was at for whatever reason she started ghosting me so I never heard from her again never never I sent her another message and I mean people can be busy right things can come up but then she then she blocked me <laughs> like, oh my gosh you know, just the because it always comes out in one way or another. Yeah. I'm like, just tell, you know, just say if you're looking for somebody who has an audience minimum of X or an email yeah. list of minimum of whatever, just say, you know, it's fine. Right. Well, you know, and what I'm hearing you say through all of this is you really are doing a different version of networking. You know, it's just not in necessarily in a Zoom room or in a real room, but it's still it's still a skill of going out there and introducing yourself and doing those things. And, you know, while both Judith and I do enjoy being, you know, being on video and that's where we really get to um, see our energy and our heart. And I think that stuff comes through so much more than at least for me in writing. However, I still write. Right. And I want to make that point because some things in our business, whether it's networking, going live or writing like it is for me, will feel uncomfortable. And so you can prioritize. You can prioritize how you do these things. But at the end of the day, you do still want to do these things in one way or another, because it's important that we, while we want to zone in on our genius zone, 
there are other skill sets that do have to be built up a little bit, you know, behind the scenes, if you will, or in front of the camera, if you will, because people are, you're inevitably <laughs> going to have to do some of these things. So why not um, begin to exercise that muscle? And so, you know, this is really more for those new people because you really don't know until you try. And I, you know, and I hear what Judith is saying about networking too. And just to kind of give you a different perspective for me, um, I filled an entire 25 guest summit last year with networking people, all people that wanted to talk about how, how they built their business from their heart, right? Great interviews, not to mention for me, it just taking a plunge into like doing that type of content, right? Interviewing content and that sort of thing. And so, you know, back to the woo and the do and doing both. Um, you know, so that was a really positive piece for me. And while I've inevitably been in rooms like Judith is talking about, I was like, I've also been in rooms where I didn't even feel like doing it. But once I got in there, like the energy was so electric that it got me excited. And so, you know, what, what I guess what I'm trying to sum up, if there's another piece to this that I wanted to drive home, other than the clarity around what you do and all of those things is we do have to put ourselves out there in our business. One way or another, it's not going to feel good. And we really have to get over some of that stuff sometimes. And yes, while inevitably there's inner work to do, there's also just the outer work of doing it. Because like anything else, we're not just born knowing how to do it. And so we have to take the shot. And so looking at it in both ways. And then you do get to have a little more, um, what's the word, of flexibility, right? And like, this is exactly how I want to do it. This is where I really shine. But you don't know that until you cover some of these bases. And so so don't hide. Be all that you are. Put yourself out there. Try some networking groups. If you really want to get better at, you know, that whole I help statement, which I don't like calling it that, but come over to my group. Come to Judith's group. Get some feedback. You know, all of our links are below. So you know, it's people in there that are just like you who realize that this is valuable, but they're a little bit stuck or maybe maybe what they're doing isn't resonating. Right. And so why not come in and practice in a safe space so that you can continue to expand your network, whether it's in the DMs, whether it's in Facebook groups, whether it's networking. What we're talking about is found foundational and unavoidable. So I guess that's where I was going to leave it. But Judith, do you have anything else you want to say? Now, let's wrap it up. I love the last thing that you just shared, you know, getting yourselves out there. It's the neuroplasticity. We're still human. We can ascend as high as we want and we will. At the same time, our physicality here needs neuroplasticity. We're still in the 3D to a degree. We yeah. still have to play in that world too. That is created by repetition. And that means just do it. Yeah. And if you Nike, Nike got some things right and just do it is one of them. <laughs> that's the truth so let us know what was valuable for you if you have any questions if you are confused about where you can still go i don't know just put any of the questions below wherever you're listening or watching to this connect to us join our facebook groups if that felt resonating to you and you're really looking for these places and other than that we'll see you in the next episode Yes. Thanks so much for watching. And one other thing, share this with somebody else. Maybe you've got a coaching friend or somebody else that's, you know, is hiding a little bit. Share this with them. And most importantly, I'd love to hear out of anything that we said, 
Was there something there that really gave you that aha moment? Or you know what? They make a really good point. Drop it below. We'd love to know what really resonated with you. And as always, thank you so much for watching and we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening and we have an amazing gift for you. We really want you to expand your mind and business and help you create the impact that you desire. You know how success is an inside job. If you like this podcast, please download this episode and leave us an amazing review. If you screenshot your review and email it to awakenedentrepreneurrevolution at gmail.com, you will receive our most powerful bundle, Unlock Your Success with guided meditation and breath work. Thanks so much again for listening.